はい、皆さん、こんにちは。Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kyotopia. I'm your host, as always, Micah, and today I have something a bit special. Those who have been with us since the beginning will recall how our podcast has evolved from a bilingual conversational format to a journalistic storytelling approach. But now, as we enter a new phase in our journey, I am thrilled to announce that we're embarking on a mission to showcase the city that I call home. Yes, as the title suggests here at Kyotopia, we're all about the ancient capital of Japan. From hidden alleyways to iconic landmarks, there's so much to explore in Kyoto. And as someone who's lived here for years, I want to share my love for this city with all of you. So, therefore, in this episode, and for some to follow, we'll be diving deeper into the heart of Kyoto, presenting a virtual audio tour of some of my favorite spots in the city. My hope is that whether you're a seasoned traveler or、uh, just a curious soul planning your first trip to Japan, that these episodes will offer an immersive, enlightening experience that will make your journey to Kyoto even more meaningful and fulfilling. So, join me on this adventure as we discover the hidden gems, traditions, and secrets of the city that stole my heart. I'm sure it will steal yours too. Today, we're going to explore Tolji Temple. I have the pleasure of sharing an essay written by my friend Dieko, a native of Kyoto and a passionate tour guide. Her insights and knowledge of Toji Temple are truly exceptional, and、uh, I'm excited to share them with all of you. So get ready to immerse yourself in the fascinating world of Toji Temple as we delve into its history, culture, and significance. So, we will be taking you through Dieko's audio tour in English first. And for those of you who are studying Japanese, Later, we'll be sharing the Japanese audio、uh, so you can practice your listening skills、uh, while you immerse yourself in the experience. So, sit back, relax, and join us on this journey of discovery as we explore the wonder and magic of Toji Temple. Today, I would like to introduce to you one of Kyoto's representative temples, Toji, which is also the head temple of the Shingon sect of Buddhism. It is one of the UNESCO World Heritage Sites. Although Toji literally means East Temple, you might wonder if there was a West Temple as well. And there was one. The West Temple, built at around the same time as Toji and in almost the same size, was located on the west side. During the Heian period, the center of the city of Kyoto had a main street called Suzaku Oji that ran north to south. A huge gate called Lajomon was built at the southern end of Suzaku Oji. 
and right after passing through the gate, Toji was built on the right or east side, and the West Temple was built on the west side, in a symmetrical shape. Nowadays, Rajomong and the West Temple are gone, and only a stone monument quietly stands in their original locations. In 794, the capital of Japan was moved to Kyoto, marking the beginning of the Heian period. Two years later, in 796, Toji was founded. In 823, about 30 years later, Kukai, also known as Kobodaishi, was entrusted with Toji by Emperor Saga. And this year, 2023, marks the 1,200th anniversary of the temple's founding. Let's start by explaining Toji's symbol, the Gojunoto, or five-story pagoda, which is about 55 meters high and the tallest wooden building in Japan. It has been destroyed by lightning and other disasters four times, and the current fifth one was built in 1644. Although Japan is a country with many earthquakes, the pagoda has never collapsed due to an earthquake, indicating that knowledge and technology of earthquake-resistant structures existed at that time. It is surprising to learn that the seismic structure of Tokyo Skytree, built about 10 years ago, was based on the structure of the five-story pagoda. Although the interior of the pagoda is not open to the public, it is occasionally opened a few times a year, so please check their official website for more information about that. In addition to the five-story pagoda, three large buildings, the Kondo, Kodo, and Jikido, are built in a straight line on the grounds of Toji from south to north. Let's start by introducing the southernmost Kondo. It was originally built in 796, and the current one was rebuilt in 1603. The central statue of the temple is Yakushi Nyorai, the Buddha of Healing, with Nikko Bodhisattva and Gakko Bodhisattva on either side. Yakushi Nyorai is the Buddha who relieves pain and suffering from illness and injuries, which is represented by the Chinese character for medicine. Nikko Bodhisattva represents sunlight, and Gakko Bodhisattva represents moonlight, serving and protecting Yakushi Nyorai, day and night. Twelve smaller statues of the twelve divine generals, which are also protecting Yakushi Nyorai, are lined up beneath the statue of Yakushi Nyorai. Although it is a bit dark inside Kondo, you can see the 12 zodiac animals on top of each statue's head. Next is the Kodo. 
It was originally built in the 9th century, and the current one was rebuilt in 1491. Inside the kodo, there are 21 Buddhist statues, which express the world of enlightenment through a three-dimensional mandala. Buddhist statues are basically classified into four categories, in order of high rank. Tathagata, Bodhisattva, Myo, and Ten. Tathagata represents the appearance after enlightenment and is characterized by plain attire. Bodhisattva represents the appearance before enlightenment and is characterized by colorful decorations. Myo is a guiding presence for those who do not follow the teachings of Buddha and has a frightening appearance. Ten serves as a guard for the three higher-ranking Buddha statues. Inside the lecture hall, there is a group of five Tathagata statues centered around Dainichi Nyorai, a group of five Bodhisattva statues on the right side, a group of five Myo statues on the left side, and three ten statues on both sides, sandwiched between the three groups of statues. There are few temples where you can see so many different types of Buddha statues at once. The third building is a dining hall called the Jikido. It is a place where monks find spiritual practice in their daily lives. The original hall was built in the 9th century, but it burned down in 1930, and the current dining hall was built in 1934. In the center of the hall is an 11-faced Kanon Bodhisattva. The dining hall can be entered without an admission fee, and visitors can also experience writing sutras. On the 21st of every month, Kobo Ichi Market is held, and on the first Sunday of every month, an antique market is held with numerous stalls and a bustling crowd. Additionally, during the cherry blossom and autumn foliage seasons, nighttime illuminations are held, allowing visitors to enjoy a different, more fantastical atmosphere than the daytime. If you come to Kyoto, please be sure to stop by. So that concludes the essay from Dieko. Before we listen to the Japanese, I just wanted to go into a little bit more detail about certain aspects of the essay. Um, as mentioned in the, in the beginning, Toji Temple is part of the Shingon sect of Buddhism. Uh, for those of you who are not uh, familiar, Shingon is a more esoteric form of Buddhism, uh, which was founded in Japan in the 9th century by the monk Kukai. And the, this sect sort of emphasizes the use of mantras, uh, mudras, or hand gestures, and mandalas, which are the sort of sacred diagrams, um, as a means of achieving enlightenment. 
They place a strong emphasis on the use of meditation and visualization techniques to achieve spiritual awakening. Practitioners believed that uh, through these practices, they can cultivate a deep understanding of the true nature of reality and they'll ultimately attain Buddhahood. Um, in the Shingon sect and many sects of Buddhism, there is a focus on the role of the teacher or guru. In uh, Shingon, it's called the Shiho, and uh, the guru is seen as a spiritual guide who can provide the necessary teachings and guidance to help students progress on their spiritual path. So overall, the Shingon sect is a complex form of Buddhism, which is why in Toji's temple, when you go inside, you can see so many different statues. The, I guess the idea is that the nature of the spiritual universe is so complex, it is not possible to understand with the rational mind. I suppose maybe that's why there's so many different deities and different images, which is supposed to sort of reflect that complexity. I hope that uh, if you get a chance to visit Kyoto and Toji Temple, that this information will make that experience more interesting for you. Okay, next we're going to listen to the original Japanese essay as written by its author, Dieko. Here we go.今回そして約年後の高さは約約 五十の塔の構造を参考にしているというからおどろきです。塔の内部は非公開ですが、年に何度か特別公開されます。ホームページなどでご確認ください。五十の塔の他に当時の境内には大きな建物が三つ、南から近道、行道、直道と一直線上に
お堂にはご本尊の薬師如来像が中心にその両脇に日光菩薩と学校菩薩が安置されています薬師如来の薬は漢字で薬と書き病気や怪我などの痛みや苦しみから救ってくださる仏様です日光菩薩の日光は火の光そして学校菩薩の学校は月の光と書いて昼も夜も薬師如来にお仕えお守りしますという仏様です薬師如来の下に12体の少し小さい仏像が並んでいますが十二神将といってこれらも薬師如来をお守りしている仏像ですお堂の中が少し暗くて分かりにくいですがそれぞれの頭の上に干支の動物を乗せています次に行動ですが、もともとは9世紀に建てられ、現在のものは1491年に再建されました。行動の中には21体もの仏像があり、仏の悟りの世界を表したマンダラをこれら21体の仏像で表現した立体マンダラとして知られています。仏像は基本的に4つに分類され、位の高い順に如来、菩薩、明王、天となります。如来は悟りを開いた後の姿を表し質素な身なりが特徴です菩薩は悟りを開く前の姿できらびやかな装飾を身につけているのが特徴です明王は仏の教えに従わないものを導く存在で恐ろしい姿をしています天は上の3つのランクの仏様を守るいわゆるガードマンの役目をする存在ですこの行動内には中央に大日如来を中心に5体の如来のグループ向かって右側に5体の菩薩のグループ向かって左側に5体の明王のグループそしてその3つのグループを挟む形で両サイドに3体ずつ天の仏像が配置されています4種類の仏像をしかもこんなにたくさん一度に見られるお寺はほとんどないと思いますそして3つ目の建物が食堂と書いて直堂と読みます僧が生活の中に修行を見出す場所ですもともとは9世紀に建てられましたが1930年に消失後現在の直堂は1934年に再建されたものです中央には11面観音菩薩が祀られています直堂は拝観料なしで入ることができ写経も体験できます当時は毎月21日には工房市が第一日曜日には骨董市が開かれ数多くの露店が並び多くの人でにぎわいますまた桜や紅葉の季節は夜間のライトアップも開催されて昼間とは違った幻想的な雰囲気が楽しめます京都にお越しの際はぜひお立ち寄りください Alright, that's all for this episode of Kyotopia. We hope you all enjoyed our audio tour of Toji Temple. Special thanks to Dieko, our guest guide and native of Kyoto, for sharing her expertise and insights on the history and culture of the temple. Also, if any of you are curious as to what I get up to on social media, you can follow me on Twitter at、uh, Kyotopia3. Also,、um, there is a Kyotopia Instagram, but it's been a bit quiet for a bit. So you can all just follow me on my personal account, which is、uh, Whimsy Miffler、uh, on Instagram. And lastly, if you happen to be in Kyoto, we invite you to join our meetup group, 
called Kyotopia. We often meet up with locals, do things like language exchanges, hiking. Um, there's a lot of events I have planned and I want to do. So yeah, if you're in town, please check it out. And if you can join us, uh, I look forward to meeting you. Anyway, that's it for today. Thanks again. それではまた次回さようなら。Bye.